0: The following podcast is a Dear Media production. Hey guys, this is Note to Self, and I'm your host Peyton Sarton. From Q and As and breakup tips to simply navigating every stage of life, Note to Self is a space to get messy, explore new perspectives, and ultimately empower yourself and others. Grab some wine or a mocktail, and I hope you enjoy today's episode. All right, hey guys, welcome back to Note to Self. I'm Peyton Sarton, your host you know what? I'm just going to start right off here saying today's been mm, not the greatest day ever. I didn't necessarily wake up on the wrong side of the bed, but I woke up in a surprising fashion, at least to me. I mean, it was kind of a miserable way to wake up and then things just went downhill from there. And, you know, when you get in like that mood where it's like everything's going wrong and then just like everything continues to go wrong because that's how that usually works. It's like the opposite of lucky girl syndrome, though I do kind of find it funny. Like yes, I'm complaining about it, but it's honestly a little bit funny, and there is some there is some good in it. So I'm recording a vlog today, so y'all will like see some of this in action. Not all, not all of it, (laughs) because I'm about to explain what happened with how I woke up this morning, and you're going to be like, "What the fuck? How are we going to see that in action?" (laughs) Okay, so this morning I wake up at five in the morning. I'm woken up by my own body by my own self. I started my period in the middle of the night. Well, not in the middle of the night. It was five in the morning. Anyway, to me, that's the middle of the night. That has, does not happen to me. Doesn't It doesn't like come on in a surprising fashion like that. And I definitely don't wake up in the middle of the night like that. So I wake up and it, it startles me. I'm a little bit weirded out by this. I will say the night prior. So last night I was watching TikTok and I saw all these TikToks about girls who didn't know they were pregnant when they actually were. So I was like, Oh my God, is this an omen? Like, am I pregnant? Am I like immaculately conceiving right now? Like what's happening? So I find the only, I have one pregnancy test in my entire apartment. I go on a scavenger hunt for this test at midnight. Then I don't have to pee. So I'm like, all right, I'm going to put this test on the toilet with the, like the toilet like closed. So I do not forget to take it in the morning because I have to take it. I need to know. So in the middle of the night, I guess, five hours later, I am awoken by my period, which is kind of a little bit great. Like it's a this is what I'm saying. Like that fucking sucked. And it's horrible to wake up to, especially on like by surprise when it just takes over everything real fast. But I'm not pregnant from what I know. So that's great. Then this morning I wake up like at my normal hour at around eight and my cramps are so fucking bad. I would love to set myself up with one of those little cramp machines because I feel like I my cramps have never really been that bad. like they've they've been around, but like not that bad. But now they're fucking terrible. So then I tried to go to a workout. I ended up skipping the workout because I couldn't find a place to park, and I panicked, obviously, which is why I never really come to West Hollywood unless I'm recording a podcast or like going out to eat somewhere at a normal hour where I'm Ubering because I fucking hate parking here. It's miserable. I never leave my little bubble. People always get on to me about never leaving my little bubble, but I like my little bubble. That's why I live there. And you know what, my rent's expensive. I'm gonna take advantage of everything around me and all the good things about where I live, like being able to walk everywhere and going all my favorite places. And I love routine. And the reason I don't do something new or try a new gym or do whatever is because it was a disaster. And anyway, I ended up going home, so I didn't work out. I did go on a walk, though. I am currently looking at my fingers. I'm going to try to not put them in the podcast because I have ripped off every single one of my Gel X nails except for one that will not come off. I'm actually going to get them fixed right after this because I have a trip this weekend and I want to look presentable. I literally have one long nail and all the rest have been taken off and also my nails have been chewed. So things are going well (laughs) today. I was in a rush also earlier because I do this to myself, but I didn't make lunch. I'm also starving. So just things are happening. I just feel like sometimes I open these episodes with like things are positive and great and we're all so lucky. But today I'm not so lucky, but it's honestly kind of funny. I needed like some kind of comedic element in my life. And I think that things just going to shit just in a in an inconvenience type of way, not necessarily in a real life type of way can be a little bit funny, as frustrating as it is. So that's my life update today. It's the worst day ever. And I need to get ready after this to go fly to Colorado. It's 6 a.m. tomorrow. So by the time you're listening to this, I will have already gone. I'm recording this the Thursday before we release it. So I'm just getting my life ready. I'm getting ready to travel tomorrow morning. I have to take two planes and a bus to get to Telluride, Colorado. It'll be an... (laughs) A lovely day, I'm sure, tomorrow as well. Hopefully a better day than today. But I mean, we'll see. I hate traveling. I think that's one thing I've noticed about myself. I love being there, but I hate the process of getting to the airport. I'm always anxious before I get to the airport. And I always think I'm going to be late no matter how early I am. And for some reason, I cannot time it right. I'm either way too early or I'm missing my flight. There's no in between. I don't, I don't know how to time that situation. Something always goes wrong. And then, of course, nothing goes wrong on the, you know, the day that I go super early just in case something goes wrong, which is annoying. Anyway, also tomorrow I'm flying United and not Delta, my norm. So I have no good status there. So I'm going to be in the back middle seat. I already know it because I forgot to choose my seats. I don't have access to the Sky Lounge. It's the worst day ever. (laughs) Worst two days ever. Just such first world problems. Today's episode is sponsored by Woo More Play. So Woo is actually one of the longest running sponsors of this podcast, and it feels so right because I love my Woo products. So let's talk about sex and let's be real for a second because whoever is still not using vibrators or lube is stuck in a dry spell, whether you know it or not. Have the best sex of your life alone or with a partner with Woo More Play, the all-natural sexual wellness brand that I guarantee will take your sex life from ordinary to orgasmic. So my personal favorite from Woo is the Coconut Love Oil Lube, which is organic, non-sticky, and smells like absolute heaven. So it can be used for everything like foreplay, sex, massages, whatever. It's also edible, and it tastes like a vanilla cupcake. So once you try it, I promise you will never go back. Let me tell you, at any point I have pulled this out in any kind of sexual experience, the man is wooed, so to speak. (laughs) I I feel like they think that I invented something when this gets pulled out. It's amazing. I cannot say enough. And I also just I really love that it's edible. It makes certain things easier, if you know what I mean. Woo also has the best and cutest vibrators in the game. Choose from a G-spot or clitoral vibrator to really treat yourself and spice up your sex life. So I... I love a vibrator. I'm definitely a clitoral vibrator kind of gal. I love the one from Woo. I think it's great to have again by yourself, obviously, and with a partner. And I think there's it's something about the Woo products that makes me as a woman feel more comfortable with my like alone sex life. I feel like it's something that's kind of, I don't know. We just don't talk about it that much. And I love that Woo like brings this conversation forward with their products. So, Woo is giving you 20% off your purchase and randomly choosing orders that use my code to refund their entire purchase. That's right, they're randomly choosing orders to completely refund. So, head over to WooMorePlay.com and use code NOTE TO SELF at checkout. That's WooMorePlay.com, code NOTE TO SELF at checkout. As a professional welder, Shayna Ford uses Forge FX to practice over and over, which helps her improve her skills. The more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Learn more at meta.com/slash metaverse impact. Okay, so speaking of how much I hate traveling, because I don't love it so much, and because I just like get really overwhelmed by the process. We're going to talk about my travel non-negotiables to make it go as smoothly as possible, because there are some things that I I do like there's like a pattern that I follow, a routine, I guess, that I follow, if you will, while I'm traveling to make my travel day go as smoothly as possible. And it might be a little bit extra, but that's just who I am as a person. And I like to prepare. If there's one thing I will say about me is that I like to be prepared. That's what anxiety does to you. It makes you prepare. Um, It's also what being type A does to you. Also, if you guys recall, if you were here for it, my dad's episode that we did together, he actually said the number one thing you can do to avoid stress in your life is to be very prepared overall. And he has told me that since the day I was born pretty much. So I'm ready to go. I mean, I did say, I've said this a couple of times, we used to like brief Like they would like they'd go on a mission, like when they're overseas, they go on like a full mission and they will brief and then he'll go fly a fighter jet over a war zone and then they'll debrief. We used that same exact routine when we went to the grocery store as a family growing up. So we basically... (laughs) Employed these tactics. We were prepared by the time we stepped in the grocery store. We were all prepared. We knew exactly what we needed to do and exactly when we needed to do it and how it needed to get done in the best way. And then after we got back and we checked out of the grocery store, we would debrief then on what we did correctly or incorrectly at that point. So I am used to preparation. And so today we're going to talk about that. But the first thing I wanted to do before we do that is, of course, Content Corner, real quick. Let's see. I'm looking at my little list here. So Dear Media has adopted a new show called Becoming Her. And it's by a woman named Margarita. I don't know how to say her last name. I am so sorry. Once I learn it, I will learn it. Would love to do a podcast swap with her. But I have referenced her before. I did so myself and my friend Pia did so actually in the episode that we did together. And I think Margarita, her content, I found it on TikTok first. I love her content about relationships and feminine energy. Now, this can be a touchy subject because I think when I say that, people think I mean women have to be feminine and men have to be masculine, and that's how it goes. No, we both have both energies. And how you choose to employ each energy is just different for any area of your life, and it has to do with what you want out of the situation and how you want to feel. So for me, when I'm at work, I would say I'm more of a typical masculine energy go-getter. I want to like create you know, I want to force things sometimes. Like I want to like make a plan and follow through and be very strategic about things. When it comes to relationships, I like to sit back and be more in my feminine energy. I like to receive and I like to give as well. But like I kind of just like to like be worshipped in a way that I also celebrate my partner. You know what I mean? So I don't really know how to explain it as well as she does, but I feel like she's so good at explaining this topic in a way that makes sense to someone like me who is very type A and somewhat controlling of my own life because I think we all need to be it to an extent. But when it comes to relationships, I've also noticed for me that doesn't necessarily work as well. So I think that Becoming Her is a really great podcast. I haven't listened to all the episodes. The one I like the best so far is episode four, and it's about being in your feminine and kind of evoking masculine energy out of a man that you're with. And again, I think that if you're someone that doesn't like this kind of content, I would give her podcast a listen because I'm not doing it justice in the way that I'm talking about it. And I don't think it's as controversial as people make it out to be. I do think when you see men online on TikTok who are like, and she's in her feminine, I'm in my masculine, the way that people talk about it a lot of the time feels like they're saying women need to be passive and men need to be aggressive and that's how it goes. That's not really it. It's just kind of learning how to speak a certain language in a relationship that will evoke a feeling that you want. So I like the podcast a lot. It's a new Dear Media podcast. I'm super happy to see her with Dear Media. And it's called, like I said, Becoming Her. Also, I've been seeing everywhere today the new American Horror Story season with Kim Kardashian. I have not watched it yet. I am so excited to watch this. I might like just download all the episodes for the plane tomorrow. I am obsessed with everything Kim Kardashian does. I don't care what anyone says about her. I think she's a fucking genius. I think Kris Jenner is a fucking genius, honestly. But I think Kim is so smart. I think she's so well put together. She honestly, to me, seems like a really good person. I'm obsessed with her. She might be my favorite Kardashian. She hasn't always been. Like Courtney was definitely my favorite. And then I loved Kylie. And then I was back on Courtney. And I have o- always loved Chloe. But I feel like Kim, I feel like I respect Kim the most. And I just love that she's like not afraid to try new things, even though she knows the entire world's gonna talk shit on it. I'm obsessed with her. So I I really wanna watch that. Just a reminder that that's out and if you need it. It's all over freaking social media and TikTok as well. Uh, another content corner thing. I have recently, as of today, seen a picture. This is not really like anyone to follow or anything. I saw a photo of Taylor Swift and Sophie Turner out together. And I might want to like screenshot that and put that as my phone background. With all the things going on with the Joe Jonas, Sophie Turner stuff, I just like love Sophie Turner. I never really like had a huge, I was not like a huge gigantic fan. Obviously I was a huge fan of Game of Thrones, but like otherwise I hadn't really seen her in anything. And now I'm obsessed with her. I love the dynamic duo together. I love visually what they look like together. I love that she came out today and is like suing Joe Jonas for all these things after she was silent for a long time after being bashed forever. I just love them. And I'm a huge fan of that girl group right there. Sophie Turner and Taylor Swift. That's a kind of content corner adjacent thing, I guess. I guess I'm following Sophie Turner now. I guess I'm a big fan. Today's episode is sponsored by Stitch Fix. So my goal in life was to have a closet like shares from Clueless. This is very serious. It's a very serious goal. And I took this incredibly (laughs) seriously. I've always kind of been a fashion girly. So you know the one where she can scroll through seemingly limitless options and the computer tells her what matches and what doesn't. She was very much ahead of her time. Well, consider me arrived since I discovered what it's like to have a personal stylist with Stitch Fix. So Stitch Fix is the best way to shop new styles and brands. So think of them as your style partner. Your stylist will learn about your tastes and collaborate with you on looks you'll love without breaking the bank. You're going to simply share your style, sizes, and budget with a quick style quiz, and Stitch Fix sends you five items in a fix right to your door. So I took this quiz. It was pretty in-depth, though it was quick. It's very visual as well. It's kind of fun. You can kind of like narrow down your style, and it gives your stylist all the details that they need to create a good fix for you, which is like your shipment from them. With your choices in mind and sizes from XS to 3XL, They will find your perfect fit. You can try everything on at home, keep what you like, and send back the rest. Shipping and returns are always free. They make it super, super easy. They have over a 1,000 brands and styles, so no matter what season of life you're in, Stitch Fix has you covered. Simply order a refresh as needed or set it and forget it. With regular fixes, you are completely in control. Over time, Stitch Fix and their seasoned style experts will match you with greater precision to perfect pieces for you based on your likes and your dislikes. It's super, super easy. So for me, I'm pretty specific about my style. So I was very specific during my quiz and I was so surprised with the items that I got. Most of them were perfect. they were exactly what I was looking for and so, so affordable. I got some sweaters for fall as well as some denim, which is exactly what I was looking for. So thanks, Stitch Fix. They just absolutely get me and they'll get you too. try today at stitchfix.com slash note to self and you'll get 25% off when you keep everything in your fix. That's stitchfix.com slash note to self stitchfix.com slash note to self. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. So I'm definitely a person who experiences a certain level of anxiety, and that always comes with racing thoughts. And I have tried for so long and really focused on understanding that I am not my thoughts and I am not my feelings and kind of just being an observer of those things. This is definitely a skill I picked up in therapy, but it still happens to me and it's a lifelong thing, I think. I mean, I hope not. We'll see. To really try to hone in on calming my mind in those moments. So I'm definitely a person who I have I have racing thoughts that truly keep me up at night more so than like wake me up in a panic in the morning, which I'm actually really grateful for because I've been working on not waking up in a panic. But I definitely as of late have had the craziest racing thoughts. And it is honestly pretty miserable to not be able to fall asleep like that. My brain basically just like won't stop talking. So it turns out one great way to make those racing thoughts go away is to talk them through. And therapy gives you a place to do that. So you can get out of your negative thought cycles and find some mental and emotional peace. It's so important to almost like, I don't even know how to say it. What I usually do as I try to like interrupt that negative thought cycle. And I've learned to do this through therapy. I have been in therapy since I was 19. I've Basically off and on, um, and I have recently gone back to therapy in the last year or so, and it has become such an important staple of my like mental health routine. So if you're thinking about starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. What you're gonna do when you first start is you're just gonna fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist, and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. I love this because it's making therapy accessible. And I feel very proud of our generation, my generation, the one below us, you know, the millennials, the Gen Zers for making therapy so prevalent. I feel like we're all healing together. And the fact that we have BetterHelp to access online just makes it so easy for this to occur. And I'm just really proud of us. So get a break from your thoughts with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp dot com slash note to self today to get 10% off your first month. That's better help. H E L P dot com slash note to self. All right. So now that we've done all of that, let's talk about travel days, the bane of my existence. I'm really trying hard. It's kind of like last week. I just, I've been saying I've been trying hard to like, pumpkin spice and fall related stuff. I've been trying to like travel days. I've been trying to see the beauty in them. I don't, there's nothing fun to me about being on a tube 30,000 feet in the air. That's just like shooting through the air at crazy speeds, breathing the same air as everyone else around me and being like that close to that many people. There is nothing I like about that. There's nothing enjoyable about that. I will say maybe if I was flying like Delta One where you the the lay down beds, things might be better. But even then, I've done that once. And maybe for a shorter flight, it would have been better. But like, even that, even the best of the best of travel, I'm not like, you know what I want to go do for a day? Sit on an airplane. That sounds miserable, actually. So I've been trying to romanticize the traveling and I just can't do it. But we're going to do our best today. I'm going to tell you what I do in order to not... Lose my absolute mind when I'm traveling. So number one, the first thing we're going to talk about, the first step in traveling is the prep, of course. So I usually spend kind of like the day before prepping in my own little way. And here's kind of what my routine is for prep. So first I make a CVS run. Sometimes I do this when I get to the place I'm going. But today I did it like actually like in L.A., So by this point in my my CVS run, I made a huge list of the things that I need. So today I had to go get like deodorant. I got some falsies because I'm going to attempt to put those on myself for this wedding I'm going to because I want to look fancy, but we'll see see how that goes. I also got like some travel sized lotion that's going to work well with my spray tan specifically for that. I got some gum. I re-up on my allergy meds. Just whatever I need, I go do a big, big CVS run. Um, I also just try to get travel size of whatever I can, but that will come up later. Okay, number two, I really like to come home to a clean apartment. That just makes my life so much easier. So if I have time in the days before I go travel, I try to do a deep clean of the apartment. Just real quick, I try to get make sure all the dishes are done. I try to make sure like anything's cleared out of the fridge, the trash is taken out, the recycling's taken out, try to do a nice vacuum, maybe wash my sheets before I go. And then clean my bathroom as well. Just so when I come home, it's one less thing for me to do and I can come home and feel very comfortable. So I feel like, yes, it's annoying to do so before I leave, but whenever I come back, like I'm doing something for future me when it comes to traveling that just makes me feel so comfortable upon returning. All right, when it comes to packing, I already know I'm checking a bag. So I use packing cubes specifically. So there's a couple that I've tried. I've gone through a couple different kinds, similar to how I've gone through a couple different kinds of like pill organizers before I found the one that I like that can hold all of the supplements I'm taking. I've gone through a number of packing cubes. And I recently got some packing cubes off of Amazon. And they're these packing cubes that expand and then you fill them up and then you can essentially compress them with like two. There's two like levels of zippers. So I can link those in an Amazon shop. I'll put everything in an Amazon shop like section for y'all. The travel section is what we'll call it. And I'll add the packing cubes and whatever else I talk about on here. But yeah, I'm a huge fan of packing cubes. I feel like it just keeps things organized for me whenever I am actually going on the trip. And then I think it helps space wise. And then I also like it for when I come back because I know like I kind of I kind of put like my dirty stuff in one whenever I'm coming home and then like my cleaner stuff in the other, depending on like if I like when I was in New York this last time, I had a washer dryer. So I would like wash things that I needed throughout the week and I would have like I had clean stuff upon arriving home. So that was different. I like to put stuff in the packing cubes like any of my electronics. I like to put my meds and stuff like that in packing cubes. So everything has its place and I just find it makes my life packing easier. And like I said, I will link the ones that I use. I also love a travel size like set for like my beauty products. I found one on Amazon that's like really cute. So it comes with a couple pouches for like shampoos and body washes and lotions and stuff. I think it has a spray bottle. I found it on Amazon again, I will link it in my Amazon shop, but I like to have my own products when I travel sometimes if I'm traveling for a longer time like let's say a week two weeks I'll bring some of the full-size items but like this weekend I'm only going for like Friday to Monday so I don't need all my full-size items so I'm just gonna bring some stuff in my little travel sets and I like that again I can bring my own products I do kind of tend to save my samples and stuff like that for when I travel as well so like any Sephora samples I get um, if I pick up some at CVS, I'll, you know, bring those with me. But I also like to have like definitely my Vega more shampoos and conditioner and my masks and things like that. I like to bring in a separate thing for myself. OK, so also another thing that I do before if I can is schedule my ride. So like tomorrow, my flight leaves at like 630 a.m., I believe. So I have to get to the airport so freaking early. So I'm probably going to schedule an Alto for myself to pick me up at the exact right time because then I know I'm going to be like ready by that time. It just gets something out of the way. Sometimes also when it comes to early flights for me, Uber's take forever and I don't want to deal with that anxiety, so I'm just going to schedule my Alto. Usually when it comes to airport travel, I feel like I always end up booking an Alto because not only can I schedule it out and the prices are the prices good, but when I land in LAX, LAX has this thing that some other bigger cities do as well where basically you land and if you want to get like an UberX, you have to get on a shuttle and then go to a separate UberX lot where you get in a line and then your UberX can pick you up there. And sometimes that UberX is like $100 from that lot to my house, whereas an Alto will pick me up right by the baggage claim and it will be there Sometimes it takes a little bit longer. So I like to like give it some time before I request it on my way back, which we'll talk about in a second as well. But the Alto sometimes ranges from like 65 to like 90 bucks, And it's way nicer than an UberX would be. And sometimes the Uber Black isn't bad either. So I'll check both of them. But usually I'll go with an Alto, especially when I'm pre-scheduling a ride. I always just really book an Alto. And then the next thing I do for prep, the last thing I do... Per my episode I did with my friend Morgan Riddle, who travels a lot, I feel like I was definitely a skincare girly on the flight just because it gave me something to do. But she pointed out that airplanes are disgusting and that she doesn't do skincare on her flight. And I was like, you know what? That's fucking genius. You're so right. I know that they do like have air filters on there. And I know with the whole COVID situation, they a lot of airlines were really like putting HEPA filters on their planes and stuff. But to me, it's I'm still grossed out. So I don't do my skincare on the plane anymore, but that means that pre-airport, I like to make sure my skincare is done and then I moisturize the absolute shit out of my skin. And I drink so much water that day. I try to limit my caffeine intake on days that I'm traveling just because I feel so dehydrated anyways. So I moisturize the shit out of my skin. I put oil on the ends of my hair. It probably, I don't know if I would put in like a hair mask because I feel like that could be kind of gross on a plane. But yeah, definitely oils on the ends of my hair because my hair gets really dry. So I moisturize like heavily before I get on the plane and then I'll do skincare after. All right, so the next thing is at the airport. We're at the airport. I will always check a bag. I like to overpack. I like to bring more than I need. And if there's an opportunity to check a bag, I'm going to do it. Yeah, it sucks to pay for it, but usually I fly Delta and I can get free bags on Delta. So that's kind of a nice perk, but I'm going to check a bag if I need to bring. If I need to bring stuff for a weekend, I will check a bag. If I need to go for two days, I'm probably going to check a bag. I know this gives some people anxiety because bags can get lost, etc., I sometimes bring my stuff on my carry-on, like the stuff I would need, like for the wedding, for example, I might bring my dress and my carry-on just in case, but otherwise I'm just going to check a bag. We'll risk it. We'll see how it goes. Also, a lot of airlines now have like, they'll notify you when your bag gets on the plane. At least Delta does that. That's what I really like. So that just gives me a little less anxiety knowing my bag is going to be there, knowing I can like track it, which is really nice. So yes, one thing about me is I'm going to check a bag that might be controversial, but I'm going to do that anyway. Number two, I will bring a carry-on and my carry-on is going to have a notebook in it for sure. There's something about being on a plane that I need a notebook and a pen. And if I don't have a notebook and a pen, I feel weird. Like I'm going to freak out. (laughs) I don't know why I always have to write things down on planes. I get ideas on planes and it's not the same to write it down like in a note. So I need my notebook. I need my pen. I need a book just in case there's no Wi-Fi so I can at least pretend like I'm going to read something. If I feel like I want to read, that's good. But I, I do need the option. And then another thing I need on the plane is lotion. I have to have lotion. I hate going to the... Are, are y'all seeing a pattern here? <laughs> Love to be hydrated. I hate going to the bathroom on an airplane, washing my hands, and then my hair, my hands are dry for the rest of the flight. I will have an internal mental breakdown if my hands are that dry because the plane's already dry. Then I'm drying out my hands with the water and the soap, and now I have no lotion. That's my worst nightmare. So, Lotion. I usually bring two kinds of lotion, regular lotion and a hand lotion in my carry-on bag in my little, I have like the TSA approved like clear carry-on thing that I can also put in my travel section because I fucking love my little travel bags. Today's episode is sponsored by Drizzly. So Drizzly has got to be one of my most used apps when it comes to the weekend most of the time, but I've actually started using it during the week as well as of late. So Drizzly is the go-to app for drink delivery. Drizzly is the most convenient way to get beer, wine, and spirits delivered to your doorstep right when you need it. I am all about convenience, so this is key for me. Drizzly's tailored experience lets you find the perfect drink for the occasion. No matter what it is, you're going to save time by shopping a huge selection of drinks from wherever you are. They truly have literally everything you could ever want, including like chasers and things like that. So the way I use Drizzly usually um, is going to like pre-games or going to a friend's house when I don't want to show up empty handed. And I also don't want to go to like the store because typically I'm running late. So... I'm always like doing my makeup, ordering my drizzly order to a friend's house, whether it be like a vodka or a tequila or some seltzers or whatever, like including the chasers and everything. And I always get it delivered directly to my friends. I love when it arrives before me because then my friends like they just like are very impressed with me. I think it's very important to not show up empty handed. This has been a huge thing I've learned in my 20s that just makes me feel like I've got my life together when I do not show up empty handed to absolutely anything. And Drizzly is so, so helpful for that. It's also great for when you're like hosting or something and you're prepping for all of this stuff and you just don't want to go to the store. You need something last minute. Another time I use it is for any kind of like wine nights at home with the girls. You know, I'm always at my best friend's house and we'll order like a bottle of wine from Drizzly or something. It's just so, so easy. You'll also save money by comparing prices on drinks across multiple stores. So for gifting as well, think like wedding, housewarming, anniversary, birthday, Drizzly is the perfect gift for any occasion. We've got the planned and last-minute gifter covered with the option to schedule ahead, ship, and deliver gifts on demand. This is going to be amazing for the holidays. So download the Drizzly app or go to drizzly.com, that's D-R-I-Z-L-Y.com, and use code Self to receive $5 off or a $0 delivery fee off your next order. Must be 21 and over. Not valid in all states. Codes cannot be combined with any other offers. Not valid at all retailers. Code expires 10-6-23 at eleven fifty nine 59 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. With over 200 destinations around the world, Westin Hotels make it possible for you to keep up with your wellness routine while traveling. With signature offerings that help you to move, eat, and sleep well, Westin Hotels make travel an opportunity to enhance your well-being. Okay. How many times have you been on a trip and you're like, all right, we're going on this trip. I'm packing. I'm packing exercise clothes for every single day. I'm packing my supplements. I'm packing my various wellness powders. I have a plan. I'm like, you know what? This time, Peyton, we're going to stay on track. We're going to be healthy because this trip, we're going to feel better. And then day two, it goes completely out the window. I return home. All my supplements have not been taken. Not a single exercise piece of clothing has been worn. So this kills me because if I stay at a hotel that makes wellness easy for me, it would be an absolute game changer. So at Westin, you can work out how you want with a variety of fitness options to keep your wellness routine on track while you're away. Maintain your focus in a Westin workout fitness studio equipped with state-of-the-art equipment. You can do your own thing in your guest room with workout and recovery gear available on demand through Weston's Gear Lending Program, which I think I would kind of go for that option, especially the recovery gear. I love that stuff. So after that, you can nourish yourself. Eat well with Weston's Eat Well Menu, designed with foods that make sure you meet your nutritional needs. Weston chefs have crafted dishes with your well-being in mind. So you can choose what's right for you based on your desired portion size and nutritional balance. Weston makes it easier for you to continue nourishing your health no matter the destination. And then we're moving on you can also sleep well. You can recharge your body and mind with restorative sleep in Weston's renowned heavenly bed. Wind down with sleep well lavender balm, which eases tensions and soothes the senses. So this is truly, like I said, again, my absolute dream. I'm loving that Wesson is taking on this role of like really trying to keep us all accountable to ourselves. And when I'm traveling, I feel like I need to nourish myself And hydrate more and get more movement in generally, not so much in like a stressful way. Like, I don't wanna stress about it. And what I love about this is, Weston's kind of just like handing it to you on a silver platter how to be healthy. You don't have to think about it for one second, okay? Weston Hotels and Resorts is part of Marriott Bonvoy, an extraordinary portfolio of hotel brands and an award winning travel program. I'm very familiar with the Marriott Bonvoy travel program. At Weston Hotels, there's amenities and offerings aimed to help you move well, eat well, and sleep well. So you can keep your well-being close while away. Find wellness on your next day at Weston. All right. So if I get to the airport, even if I'm running a little bit late, I'm getting a snack. I need snack. I need a water. And I always bring an element packet with me, like a little extra salt packet for extra hydration. Also, I have pretty low blood pressure. So I like to have like electrolytes and salt in my diet. So I don't feel so tired. I'm working on that too. We're looking into it. We're looking into it, people. I didn't notice I had low blood pressure until I went to get an IV the other day and got my blood pressure taken. I think I said that in the last episode too. So I'm working on it. I looked up ways to increase my blood pressure a little bit. And that will be, that's like salt intake and then also some caffeine intake, but salt for sure. And I love Element. It has no sugar in it. It's my favorite. I have, I'm like on a subscription for Element because I drink it so much. I at least try to have one a day. So I definitely have one. Pre-flight at the airport with my snack and I need my snacks. Sometimes I'll bring healthy snacks with me and my carry-on, but that's for the plane. I need my snack pre-plane as well, just to make sure that we're always strapped with snacks. All right. We talked about my lotion. Obviously, that's a, the lotion is on the list twice. That's how important it is. Okay. So upon arrival, this depends on, of course, on where I'm arriving. But let's talk about like, let's say I'm arriving into New York City. I get my I land, obviously, and I usually will get water getting right off the plane. Like I'll just like fill my water bottle up. Uh, I am a person that brings a water bottle on a plane usually. So I'll buy water, too. But I'll usually bring my water bottle or a water bottle and just empty it out and then refill it when I get into the airport. So I'll keep my water bottle continuously refilled, especially post plane. Then I had straight to the bathroom, do a little spritz, like some kind of mist on my face. And then I will go to the baggage claim to get my bag. So when I actually see my bag with my own two eyes is when I call my ride share. So usually if like, let's say we're using the New York example, I will call an Uber and I'll head into the city. When I get in my Uber, I am ordering my stuff to my hotel. So this is happens like specifically in New York. I know I love Joe and the Juice and I, there's usually one by where I stay in New York. So I'll just order a green juice. I'll order some coconut water and I'll order maybe some kind of green smoothie or like some kind of like wrap or whatever. Like They have like a really good chicken sandwich kind of thing. So I'll order it to arrive at my hotel when I'm arriving at my hotel. I love that. And that's this like the second I get there. I like to chug a green juice, chug even more water, Just make sure I'm hydrated and make sure I'm fed because that's step one and two. My simple needs are met. Once I get to my hotel, I like to unpack no matter how long I'm staying. I want to set everything out that I'm going to be using and wearing, um, hang up my clothes, definitely um, feel like I'm at home, put all my stuff like all my travel size, beauty stuff, all my makeup, set that all out uh, and just make sure I have everything set out and it's ready for me to actually use when I need it. And then let's see, what else do I have here? Oh, of course, shower and wash my face. Sometimes I'll go do like a quick walk or a workout or something to get myself my blood pumping again after I travel. Sometimes if I'm feeling really on it, if there's a gym in the hotel, I'll do a quick like strength training workout or something like an abbreviated one just to, again, feel better about my life or I'll go on a walk around where I'm staying. This is just something I like to do if I've been sitting down all day, depending on how long the flight was, just to like get myself moving. And then I will take a shower, wash my face, and then I will do like whatever beauty routine I need to do, of course, hydrate. And then I'll usually if I have time, depending on what my plan is, like the day that I land, I like to lay on the bed with my feet up on the wall for a little bit and just like scroll TikTok or something. I feel like it really helps with my like circulation and anxiety and stuff like that for a travel day. Another thing I didn't mention in the prep time that like I'll do today right now is any kind of beauty stuff I need to do. So for me, today I have this episode I have to record. I'm going to go home and clean some stuff. I'm going to get my nails done, of course. And then I'm going to go get a spray tan at like right before it closes tonight. And then I'm just going to sleep in that and shower it off really quickly in the morning. I also today before I came in here, Did kind of an everything shower, like shaved, exfoliated, all that stuff, moisturized in preparation to go get that spray tan later tonight. So I've kind of already done like the everything shower, which is why I bring it up now, because whenever I get there, I usually like I don't need an everything shower, but I just need to like shower off the plain grossness, you know, and like whatever grossness accumulated when I was walking or, you know, whatever. And this is the time I also like to just sit in the hotel robe if I can and just like relax for a second in the room. I love to go to a fresh hotel and be in fresh sheets if that's what I'm where I'm going when I'm traveling. All right. So some extra tips that I have just in the middle here before we're talking about my arrival back in Los Angeles. My extra tips are one. I'm a Delta girly. That's what I've I've said that once. I'll say it again. Delta girly all the way. I have the Delta Sky Miles credit card. I got that one quite a while ago because I was trying to like build allegiance with one airline and then more recently, I got the Amex Platinum, which also really coincides well with Delta. It gives me Delta Sky Lounge access, which I really love. I think they're changing all of that stuff up soon. But I like both of those cards. I use them both for different purposes. And I've gotten like a lot of miles with them. I have pretty good status with Delta to the point where on some flights I get bumped up to first class for free, which is nice. And then I feel like I've gained status pretty quickly as well. So I use the Delta in my, you know, I I would open my first credit card when I was 18. So I have three total credit cards now. one is the Delta Amex and one is the Amex Platinum. Those two came later. My first credit card I ever opened was my Chase Sapphire card. Actually, no, I think my first credit card I ever opened was some Wells Fargo card that I had first. I can't really remember. But when I became like a real adult at like 22, I opened a Chase Sapphire card. And luckily, I had credit that was good enough because of those cards before. My parents were really helpful in helping me build credit and like kind of trying to teach me about that when I was in college, just like very rudimentary stuff, not like the details of everything. But my parents are big on credit card points and like accumulating them. So I always learned about that. So I opened a Chase Sapphire card, which I have loved for traveling. I've used it the last eight years. so That's another option. I know sometimes people like to combine like an Amex Platinum with a Chase Sapphire to get a bunch of different perks. But Chase Sapphire, I use those points constantly as well. And in my brain, like I kind of like strategize the way that I use the cards for my own personal and like business stuff. So I don't really have like a a go-to system right now, but I'm trying to figure out one is my point. So I don't know. I don't have one to share with you is, is what I'm saying. Don't have it totally figured out, but I'm trying to start strategize a plan on how I use those cards. So those are my two little extra tips for like what I'm doing when I'm traveling. I also know that Amex, you can get access to the Centurion lounge. And I've also seen that Chase has some lounges as well. So look, definitely look into that when you're looking for a card. But I love using both those cards for traveling, mostly the Amex Platinum and the Chase Sapphire because it helps with like hotel bookings. And again, I use the points a lot. All right. So let's talk about my coming home process, because this is very important to me to transition straight back into my life after traveling, because I don't like to like miss a beat when I'm traveling. I feel like I've already missed all the beats while I'm on my vacation or on my work trip. So I like to just kind of like get the ball rolling when it comes to getting home. So when I come home, it's kind of the same way as when I arrive. I've already prepped that my house is going to be clean. So I know that as I'm landing, like, all right, the house is going to be clean when I get home. As I get my bag, I'm usually calling my Alto. I kind of try to plan that accordingly. Sometimes I'll call it a little sooner. It just depends on the situation that I'm in. As soon as I get in my car, from LAX. I'm ordering my Postmates. So this last time I ordered myself a place called Love Baked Wings. It's actually Beyonce's ex-chef's company. And they, it's like a baked wing company that tastes really freaking good. It's supposed to mimic like fried wings. They have like six different dry rubs, some other different rubs you can use. And then they have, or have, and then you can have your sauces of choice They've got French fries. They've got sweet potato fries. They have so many different options. So I really liked that actually, by the way. But I ordered that for myself. I like to order myself a meal with a lot of protein in it. I also, the day of, especially on the plane, if I have Wi-Fi, I like to order myself my groceries from Amazon. So I'll just like make a little Whole Foods order. I'll make a little order for my menu, like basically create my menu on the plane, usually inspired by TikTok videos I've seen or just like things I know I like. Make a little menu for the next few days, have my food and my groceries delivered around the time that I'm landing, if possible, or the next morning. Just really depends. I also am drinking water like crazy, again with Element when I arrive. And then I'm drinking like water, water like crazy. Like what my goal is to when I get home, I wanna have to pee so bad. Just get it all out. You know what I mean? Like it feels like a full reset. I get home usually, I have packages. At my door, I've got my postmates at my door. If I'm lucky and I've planned ahead, I've got my groceries at my door, <laughs> and I get there, things are ready. I try to immediately upon landing unpack before I shower. I want to get all my groceries in the house. I want to get my stuff in the dirty clothes, get some laundry going if I feel up to it. I want to get everything unpacked. I want to get my stuff like set back up in my bathroom. And then I want to shower and then I'll have my little beauty routine and eat. So sometimes I think like maybe ordering the Postmates, it depends on how hungry I am. This really can change based on like how hungry I am if I need to shower right now, et cetera. But this would be like my ideal situation is putting my Postmates in my oven to keep it warm. And then having the time to shower so that I can sit down and be showered and moisturized and like watch something and eat my Postmates. And then I'm just like reset for the next day. This is if I land like more towards the nighttime, which I normally do. So that is my travel schedule routine, non-negotiables. It is pretty intense, but it is the routine that works for me. And it's what makes me feel the best upon landing and feel like I, I can set up for a successful next day, even if that next day is just like a Saturday. I love to just feel settled. And it's kind of a lot to do pre and post travel. But I don't know. That's what I do. That's what feels good to me. So that's my travel routine. That's what I'll be doing the rest of the day and then during the weekend and then on Monday when I return to Los Angeles. And I can show you guys also if you guys want to see the vlog of this situation, it'll be up in a couple of days on Monday on my channel I'm vlogging like I said all today. So, I remembered my note to self for the week by the way. Or I remembered to note it down. So, we'll end on my note to self for the week for myself. This is something I'm I have talked about before but I feel like has come around in my life is just something I've noticed for myself and others around me. And that is to how do I say this? I I don't want to pay so much attention to what I should be doing. There are people in my life that I've noticed that I feel, and we all do this to some extent, but there's a couple of people that I love that I feel like they do this to themselves. And I'm like, do you even know what you like or that you want for your life because you're so busy doing what you think you should be doing and saying what you think you should be saying that you don't even know like what you want in these situations because you're like playing a role. And we've all caught ourselves in this situation where you feel like you should be doing something. You're looking around everyone thinking, okay, I should be doing this and I should be doing this. And I'm going to almost play this role. I feel like I did this a lot when I was younger, when I didn't really know what was going on. But I know what I should. I know what should be happening. And I would almost like talk about things like I not from experience, but because I knew what should be said or done in those situations. And. I think it's really obvious when people do this when there's like a lack of life experience or a lack of knowledge of self because people talk like they know something that they don't really know. They only know what they should be saying in that situation. Again, so there's always a lack of authenticity there for me, and it's seemingly like a lack of compassion, in my opinion, for self and others when you operate from the things that you quote should be doing because truly no one really knows what's going on and what. What does that even mean, what we should be doing? I don't know what the fuck we should be doing. And to me, when I focus too much on what I should be doing, I lose the magic of the moment that I'm in right now. And I lose almost what I feel to be like my autonomy and authenticity. So instead of connecting to what should be going on in my life, I want to connect to self. I want to connect what to feels what feels right to me, what I want, what I enjoy For so long in my life, I feel like I've done things because I feel like I should do them because I feel like I should be enjoying them. And there's so many things I've let go of in life as of late that I've been like, wait a minute, why am I trying so hard to like this? I just don't like it. It's just not for me. And that's okay. So I think that focusing on what you want and what you like is something that can be really tricky to nail down if you're in the should be doing mind space or headspace. So definitely take some time and I'm speaking to myself here, I need to take time to really focus on what I want for, let's say specifically this the next couple months, the end of the year, and what I want for my relationships, what I want for my friendships, what I want for work. I want to focus on what I really want and helping figuring out how to make that come into my reality rather than looking around and seeing what everyone else is doing and trying to focus on what I should be doing. So I want that for you as well. Take some time to yourself. Focus on what you want. Try to get in touch with of what you want. I think if you don't know what you want, it can be really intimidating to try to figure out what that is. But it is the most worthwhile endeavor you're going to embark on, most worthwhile journey you're going to embark on, I think, to figure out what what it is that you want. Because once you stop figuring out what you should be doing or trying to trying to look to everyone else to tell you what you should and shouldn't be doing, you can figure out what you actually want, what you want to be doing what kind of relationship you want to be in, what kind of things you want to do with work. But again, it can be really hard and almost intimidating to get to know yourself that way. But I do think it is a lifelong effort and you're going to change. The things you want are going to change, which is totally normal. So that's why we have to consistently be checking in with ourselves, which is why Note to Self was born in the first place. So that's my note to myself today is just check in with me. And I think that one thing I do like about traveling, if there is one, being on a plane with nothing else to do, allows me to sit there and brainstorm and dream and write down ideas and check in with myself ultimately if I let myself. So I always like to have a little time to do that on a plane and that's what I'll be doing this weekend. So that's pretty much all I have for you guys this week. I hope you guys liked this episode. Please give us five stars on iTunes and Spotify if you have a second. That really helps the show and it takes two seconds. Please, dear God, do it. And I will talk to you guys next week.